Hey there! Are you looking to take your family life to the next level? One where you're in charge and free to set your own hours? You've come to the right place. Each and every week, we share the highs, lows, ups, and downs as we grow our businesses from zero to hero. Welcome to the Nights and Weekends Podcast with Craig Hewitt and Ken Wallace. You, you do all this stuff, you do all this stuff, and like today it doesn't pay off, but in two months it might really pay off or something. You know, I mean, it's. Yeah, it's just I mean, how it goes, I think. are we starting? Should we back up and let everybody know what we're uh, alluding to here? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll let you spill the beans since you got all the inside track, but uh, you got some, got some good press and timed it well with sort of rollout of some new stuff for you, right? Yeah. So I was. Um, mastermind call on sunday night and and um i get the heads up from mike Tabor that uh he's like oh by the way um all this stuff you've been talking about needing to finish at some point you might want to get that um accomplished because tuesday there's a pretty you know pretty good mention of your service on our on our podcast I'm like, oh, really? Thanks. And I just like put my head down. It's just like, I'm done. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like all all of the, um, you know, because I was going through all the all the things that, you know, I need to do step by step week after week to, to get accomplished and drive some traffic. And then I was going to do some technology changes to clean up how my funnel works and streamline some things. And <clears throat> And then uh, some suggestions went around of, you know, hey, maybe you should put a secondary call to action on the page. Because right now, the only thing that people can do is either give you all their money or go away. And uh, maybe it would be nice for them to, you know, have maybe a a better link to the blog or something like that where they can do something else. All good points, right? I'm like, yeah, I'll add that to the list and get to that. (laughs) And he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, um, you might want to do that before Tuesday morning. I'm like, fuck. Right. So, uh, I, I, what is, what did traffic look like today? Traffic was, uh, here I can, let me open up the, uh, Google analytics. Uh, let me tell you another story. Uh, well, actually, no, it's actually opening very fast here. So I don't need another story. So let me filter just by today and I'll compare it to the previous day. So right now there are zero visitors on the site today. Day, 37 sessions. Um, why is it not showing me the previous day? Am I looking at the wrong property? Good. I am. <laughs> Hold on one second. Uh, yeah, so yesterday I had 12 sessions. Today I had... Um, 37 right so let me just say flat out that all of that is way too low right 113 page views 37 of those are unique right yeah um that's not wonderful no that sucks that's really like um that's that's even a bad hobby right (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it's it's good right but it's it needs to be hundreds right i mean Yes, at at minimum, right? And for a spike from a mention, and granted, you know, this is the third time they've given me a shout out on their show. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, maybe the whole audience is like, yeah, okay, we've heard of that. And that's, and that's fair. Um, what I, and I told Mike this, is like, you know, next time you're going to do this, like, because they have their shit planned out, right? It's not like they just accidentally started talking about this. They have, right. they have a very like, tightly scripted agenda. So can you just give me a heads up and then I will tell you the URL to read out on the air and there can be like mm-hmm. some special offer to entice people to come back who, who think they know what the, the, the deal is and they don't want to come look at it. Maybe there's some new thing I can do for them that they'll bring them to the site. So can you just give me a heads up and I'll, you know, go to mastermindjam.com slash, you know, startups 277 and, you know, blah, 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 go from there. And so anyway, that is the URL, by the way. So what Mike did is he actually, on their show notes, he linked it up with the uh, the landing page I asked for. But on the show, they just read out the, the, the homepage. Yeah. So I can't really track those visitors, but I know it's less than 37, right, today. And so my wife was like, you know, but, and she's like. How does that compare to a regular day? Well, yeah. Well, yesterday was 12. What did I say? Was it 12? Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, I usually average anywhere from 300 to 500 visits a month, right? Except for January. Mm-hmm. January was like 180 or something like that. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I'm not saying that's good. I'm just saying, you know, you asked what the context is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's 37 in a day. You know, who knows? It might be 50 tomorrow, 100 the next day. I don't, I don't know. There could be a long tail to this that I we just can't see, but the the spike was pretty underwhelming today. Mm-hmm. especially can compared to the amount of anxiety I put myself through yesterday. It was, um, my wife actually took the coffee out of my hands at one point. <laughs> She's like, you, you're not in a good place right now. <laughs> She's like, you're okay. Um, and I got just, you know, a few hours of sleep last night. I was just up worrying about things, right. And double checking things and, last thing I want people to do is go to a homepage and there's like a 404 error or something like stupid mm-hmm. like that. Rookie mistakes. Um, so that happened. And uh, anyway, go listen to Startups for the Rest of Us. Episode 277, they do a really great discussion on masterminds and um, the many ways that someone can um, uh, run a mastermind meeting. Um, and that was only about, you know, half of the episode, the other half of the episode really, they answered some listeners questions and Rob actually went into depth about, um, um, a couple topics that were really interesting. The, the biggest one I've been kind of toying with was, you know, Don Felco wrote into their, um, podcast asking why they would start moving all of their content, um, publishing to medium, you know, why would you, you know, everybody rails against, building on somebody else's platform for for drip you mean yeah for drip mm-hmm. so it's like okay for all this time you've been talking about on your podcast why you should never use other people's platforms to you know as a foundation in your business right but here you guys are just leaning on medium where you can't put a call to action on the page you can't have like popovers or anything like that so yeah what's going on with that and so he actually went into their strategy and uh so he's got like a growth hacker guy that he hired and uh they're just they're measuring everything right so they did like a split test. So they did, they published a bunch of shows to their blog or not shows. I'm sorry, articles to their blog. And they, they, you know, they, um, got the word out about those articles in the, the usual fashion and that you measure how many eyeballs come and how many conversions you get through that. 
And then they have a, a whole nother cohort of articles that they release first on their blog and then they um, released onto Medium, you know, with a little note at the bottom. This originally appeared on our blog. Mm-hmm. And then and um, as far as I understand it, they have another batch that they just released to Medium. So, and it's yeah. Just, I mean, I get, I get, I get a lot of emails from from Rob and Drip these days, and, and it's it's uh, it's a little bit of articles published to Medium, a little bit of just regular blog posts. It seems like yeah. Um, well, he's hired a he's got a writer now, right? Yeah, and she yeah. does nothing but this full time, and she helps with documentation and stuff. Um, but I guess you know they're, they're continuing to do it because. And they do have articles that they've never published in Medium, right? Just as part of their testing. And so the, he said just at the day they were recording it, they had a meeting with their his social media manager guy. And to decide, you know, what's the plan going forward? Is everything going to be like simulcast over to Medium? And he says he thinks he's still going to publish things onto the Drip blog. But in addition, they might push them to Medium because there's so many more eyeballs. Um, so that's what we do at Podcast Motors. We we publish, and then about ten days later, we publish to Medium. Yeah. Um, but I just think if you're if you're doing that, then it just degrades the value of Medium because then your shit is somewhere else already, right? Yeah. Then how is Medium any better than like PR Web? Yeah. 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 yeah it's not. I mean, I <laughs> and I, I, Rob, I have a ton of respect for Rob, and I'm sure that whoever the growth hacker is knows what they're talking about. But I, I just don't. I don't see people going to Medium like they do on Twitter to to read stuff and find stuff. Um, it doesn't take any more work to syndicate your stuff there, but I don't think it's a I don't think it's a growth hacking strategy. Not for business articles. I don't go there. Like there there. In fact, there's a couple other things that have cropped up, like long form or narratively, and Medium. I go to for personal story. I love like getting in depth in articles and you know, personal mm-hmm. struggles and stories from around the world. And, um, I love medium for that. The reading is just, it's so effortless, even on the mobile app or on the web, it just feels great to, to read there. Yeah. Right. And it feels great to write on there. Um, but I, you know, for like business marketing stuff, yeah, you can write in you know, a sentence that says, Hey, if you like this article, go click here to check out our blog. How many people do that? Right. And I would like to ask Rob, he didn't answer this on the podcast. Um, Okay, you get a lot more eyeballs and you got a lot more shares of your content on Medium. How much of that translates to more dollars in your bank account? Right. Exactly. What's the value of the traffic that you get? Yeah. You know, is it just or is it just massive shit? Yeah. And he said, you know, I. I, I never plan to just only use Medium, like move it all over to Medium. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I get that too. But think about like Basecamp. So Jason Fried and um, DHH, they moved their whole Signal versus Noise blog over to Medium. And it's like, I think it's m.signalversusnoise.com. It's Medium. And you, and you could do that. I could do that, right? It's, it's free. You yeah. just send them an email to their support, tell them what the subdomain is, and they, they tell you where to point your CNAME record in your DNS, and, and then away you go. Um, what, you know, for them, I guess they've made enough money. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're really in it to just um, share their thoughts at this point and be knowledge leaders. And, you know, it's not like they're hurting for conversions in their software. And maybe yeah. that's a fantastic place to be. But maybe also underscores why I'm not going to be reading his business advice articles anytime soon because they're in a place that I just can't even relate to right now. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, that's part of it. I think, yeah. you know, they, they get, they get draft money pretty quickly. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then they just put it wherever is cool or wherever is nice looking. Um, yeah. Yeah. And there's a little, I mean, on if they were honest with themselves, there's a little vanity that goes with that too, right? Oh, yeah. And they're, oh. you know, the whole company is run by designers, right? Jason at heart is a product manager. He's a designer. Yeah. And so I'm sure they love the way their words look on Medium. And I'm sure mm-hmm. they love it when they see the little hearts show up of people, um, you know, recommending sure. the articles and yeah. bookmarking it and sharing it. And if you get enough of those and it's on the front page and it gets shared on the email newsletter of top posts and you know, none of that hurts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I, I guess when you get to a certain revenue level, maybe that's something we can look forward to someday. Um, so how, so we're, uh, two months from microconf, right? Yeah. Two, no, six weeks, right? Yeah. yeah. How does, uh, and I know this wasn't like the, the biggest sort of bump or, or mention ever. Cause like you said, they've mentioned you before, how does this and your recent price, uh, hike sort of, uh, make you feel about, you know, really evaluating the potential of mastermind jam? Well, the bump I got out of the price hike completely eclipses any other bump I've ever had uh-huh. in terms of revenue. Um, so from just that metric, which is not a complete metric, obviously, because like you said on our last show, the it's kind of a marketplace dynamic that I, I'm working with here. Um, but just from the revenue p- point of view, all indicators are telling me right now um, that if I send more traffic, every time I send more traffic to the site, I get conversions proportionally. And the better targeted that traffic is, the better the conversion rate is. Mm-hmm. And let me give some credit to Justin Vincent. Back in December, I had already committed to uh, raising rates. So I, in Slack, I, I sent him over. It's like, hey, here's what I'm thinking about doing. It's like I was in the middle of doing it, right? I was, I had made the new landing page and I was kicking it around. So I, I sent him just a text version. It's like, hey, I think I'm going to go for, you know, the beginner tier 24 and then uh, it's like 49, 99. I have all the screenshots. I, I should put a presentation together someday. But <clears throat> I, like I was going to separate everything in the price tiers, but they're really low, right? And so it was like the day before Christmas Eve and middle of the night. And Justin's like, you know, that's way too fucking low. I would still never sign up for your service because your prices are too low. Yeah, people don't take you seriously. Yeah, he's like, I, this is just a dumb sir. I, I would never sign up for this because the prices are too low, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, he's very blunt. And so he's like, here, just try this. And so he shot over some numbers, and he had, like, too few tiers. I'm like, I need one more tier on top of that. He's like, why? And so I was reading him some customer emails that kind of echoed what he said, but at the higher level, right? Like, I had customers that were just incensed that they were in a group with – you know, somebody that was only making 20 grand a month, right? How dare you put me in a group with that guy? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and Justin's like, really? All right, well, fine. Put that fourth tier on top. Who cares? And uh, he's like, we'll call it the week of Justin. Just try it for one week. And if you don't get any conversions at all, you're free to just, you know, lower it, whatever you want to do. You can always go mm-hmm. back. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. He's like, just try it my way for a week. Don't touch anything. And then so he says, while we're at it, you know, I need you to sprinkle around that, you know, 
the no risk guarantee more. I want it under every single button. And he's like, make this button bigger. And it's like, okay, fine. Since this is, you, this is your week, this is your pricing, you know, section on the page. And, and the night before I had worked with, um, Brandy Young on the copy on the page. Right. And, um, so she helped me t- fine tune a lot of everything other than pricing. And then Justin really helped me dial in the pricing. And I haven't touched the pricing since he and I talked. And so the, the that week of Jason was an astounding success. He can, he's he's free to pat himself on the back. Um, he's getting no royalties from me though. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, Justin. Uh-huh. But the uh, the point is, um, I was I was scared to raise the prices as much as I have. And you know, I think I I shared with you like a funny animated GIF of uh, of uh, you know a guy hyperventilating. You know, when the first sale came in, it was like, I just raised prices, what was it, a day ago or two days ago, and I got a huge sale. And not only was it just a sale, but it's at one of the upper tiers, you know, guess which one? And it was like, oh, my God. So um, I really appreciate that, Justin, if you're listening. Um, If you're one of the eight people that listen to the show, I think we picked up a listener since last time. (laughs) We're we're up to eight now. So anyway, the uh, um, anyway, so the, the bump... Uh, in revenue between November and December is marked, right? It's like November I made 540-something bucks, right? And then in December, 1,100 bucks, right? Yeah. And, and, and f- for the same number of conversions. So this still doesn't address the market dynamic issue. Um, January I had total crash, right, where I had very low traffic and very low conversions, you know, mm-hmm. four, mm-hmm. four signups, but at the beginner level. So it was like a couple hundred bucks. And then it, here in February has already eclipsed January and December combined, right? I'm almost to two G's right now. Um, it's fantastic. And man. with a few days left in February, I feel, you know, it's not, it's kind of like premature dancing in the end zone. Right. But, um, it feels really good because when we first started, I just wanted to make my first dollar online and here we are. You know, I'm I'm trying to find a way to stretch it from two G's to to five grand to ten grand to fifty grand. You know. Yeah. So, um, back to your question, I really do believe um, that if I drive traffic, not just blanket traffic, right? I'm not going to hit up high school girls or something like that, <laughs> but targeted traffic to the page, um, it just has been converting, and everything I've changed this you know yesterday and over the weekend. And um, the content I've written in the last couple of weeks only adds value to the point where people can trust me more. So now I'm just getting the word out uh, a little bit better about the, I, I published three, three blog posts yesterday um, with lead magnets attached. Um, there's a three day mini email course that you can sign up for. Um, and that's just the beginning. So um that's in addition to all of the language that's on the page there. So it's like, hey, get matched. You can either click the big orange button that says get matched or right under it in, in text it says, or learn more about mastermind groups, right? And it takes you over to the article. Okay, what is a mastermind group? You know, how do these things work? Yeah. What, what are the questions you should ask? You know, click here to download this list of questions you can ask. Um, you, know, you know, if you're going to a network event, bring this with you. This is your crib sheet. Mm-hmm. Just read through this list, you know. Um, some of these questions are a little rude and here's how you, here's, you know, some tactful ways to ask them, but you got to ask these questions. And then of course the hook at the end is, you know, 
Uh, if you sign up for Mastermind Jam, I ask all these prying questions for you, right? I take care of this for you. Um, and that was kind of the call to action I heard in the Startups for the Rest of Us podcast, too. Mike did a good job of kind of explaining how much work I do that you normally wouldn't do for yourself when you're just asking people you run into if, you know, if they want to be in a mastermind group. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know, with my microcom coming up in a month, I don't, I think it's going to be a really tough conversation. I think there's going to be it's some really mixed signals, you know, because the way it's going right now, unless I find some magic source of traffic in this month coming up, um, and some way to get in front of those eyeballs. Like I haven't done any retargeting yet, right? I was working on that yesterday. It's still not up and running yet. So people who happened by my page today but didn't convert, um, they aren't going to see any nags anywhere else, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing that's going to help a lot. Um, also getting so- the word out about these content upgrades is going to help a lot. Um, and doing some of those other little stunts, I'll call them, that we talked about a couple episodes mm-hmm. ago, that's going to help a bunch. So um, I just kind of get got to get the baseline set up. Hey, can I can I um, take a step back and tell you how I arrived at the crazy Monday before the mastermind call that kind of set yeah. everything off the rails? Yeah. So uh, last- oh, sorry before sorry yeah, before ahead. you do that, I. Um- Brian Harris sent an email today. I think we should address it maybe next week about uh, he, you know, his, his whole, uh, you know, focus has been list building up until now. Yeah. And now it's going to be uh, a whole series on traffic. Yeah. Because that, that really is, is. I signed up for the webinar that he's giving. Um, yeah. That. It really is your sort of limiting factor right now. Yeah. Um, and Any, I'm interested in it too. So I, I think it would be interesting about- to really dig into traffic and see you know, how, how you sort of systematically scale traffic. Anything you read about traffic generation or webinars coming up, let me know. Yeah. Um, because if I haven't signed up for them, I will. I've got four scheduled coming up. Um, I've been watching um, old Gary Vaynerchuk um, talks and um, uh, where he gives, you know, the Ask Gary V segments where he talks about the Facebook dark posts as a traffic generation um, hmm. medium, mm-hmm. Google it. Um, he'll come up right away. There's a lot of interesting posts on how to do it. It's basically using um, Facebook posts on your Facebook page that's dedicated to your business, but they don't show up in your Facebook pages feed. So it lets you do a lot of A/B testing and audience building and audience searching without any kind of. You're not burning out your audience. Yeah, it lets you poke okay. around kind of effortlessly and very cheaply. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to be diving into that. Uh, anything I can do to, to kickstart traffic, I will do. Um, and if, you know, microconf comes around and I've done all this and I'm still not getting any traffic, I think maybe that will be the thing that kills it. Like I've proven that if I can drive traffic to this business, people convert. I've proven that it's a useful service, but I can't drive traffic to this business. Well, you know, what's the limiting factor there? What's limiting me from yeah. driving traffic? And I guess the, maybe I can ask some experts that are hanging out at MicroConf if there's something that jumps out at them that I'm doing wrong. Um, so anyway, that maybe that's where I will focus by the time MicroConf comes around. 
Cause like now I'm getting enough revenue that I can actually use those, you know, for ad building. Uh, obviously you got to leave enough in the bank in case of refunds or anything like that. But, um, it's not all coming off of my personal credit card anymore. That's, that's nice. Last week was, um, uh, <clears throat> kind of a short week for me. So you don't mind if I get into the story, do you? No, no, go for okay. it. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. And so, sorry about the, the, well, the that's okay. tangent there. Well, yeah. yeah, this is, I'll try to make it short cause, um, it's kind of a weird married guy lifestyle choices thing. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> You know, uh, the wife and I, we got a babysitter for our son. The daughters were at their dad's for the weekend. So we, we do this annual ski trip with college buddies where, well, we used to ski, but now it's just hanging out. We rent a house and we hang out and drink beer and play games and just chill, right? And just be adults without the kids around. And there's usually a hot tub in a snow drift outside and um, that kind of stuff. So <clears throat> in the middle of working on a business, that seems like really um, – extravagant and like a luxury I can't afford at this point because I'm so short on time. Uh-huh. So we took Friday, Saturday, Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, and we came back Monday morning. And there was a huge blizzard and stuff like that in North, um, southwest Michigan that we drove into. So when I get back, Monday shot, you know, so I basically got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday um, to really – like get caught up on house stuff and day job stuff. Cause I had taken Monday off, off work and Friday off work. And so normally what, what happens is I work Thursday night, Friday night and about five or six hours on Saturday and about four hours on a Sunday. And then I have a mastermind call to check in and talk about what I did. And there's always this weird pressure on me because everyone else in our mastermind group Right after the call on Sunday, Monday, they're checking in with progress. Tuesday, they're checking in with progress. Wednesday, hey, Ken, how are, how are you coming along? And I'm always the guy like, I haven't, I haven't done dick yet, right? <laughs> like Monday's some kid function, Tuesday's some function, Wednesday's Girl Scout. You know, there's, I, don't, I don't have me time until later in the week. And so I, I knew that last week was going to be that, but even worse. So, um, so anyway, we got back from the ski trip, and I just feeling all this pressure. And the kids were going fucking nuts. And it was just one of those that everybody was stir crazy. We had a weird cold snap and everybody's locked up in the house and some of the kids were sick and cranky and we're staying home from school. So I had, you know, them bother me all day during work. And it's like, oh, I was just going fucking nuts. Right. That sounds awesome. <clears throat> and it, it feels awful to say this, but I just had to get out. Right. Like everywhere I looked, there was clutter, there's toys everywhere, fucking dog shed on the carpet. You know, it's just like, I, so I open up Travelocity on my, uh, on my phone and I start looking for like hotels in downtown Chicago for Friday night and Saturday night. And <laughs> I'm like, I found some pretty good deal. So I'm like, honey, I've really got to make some progress in my business. Um, is it okay if I just, um, get out of here Friday night and Saturday night? So Friday and Saturday in this area was supposed to be kind of warm, like high in the sixties. Right. So the kids could go out and play in the park and, and my wife could, you know, arrange play dates and whatever. But largely I was just basically fucking up and leaving all day, Saturday, uh, Sunday morning, Friday night. And I guess she notices when I'm on edge and like just full of anxiety about just like, like just everything's getting to me. She, it, it's evident. Apparently I'm mm-hmm. Apparently I'm quite the grump ass 
<laughs> around the house. And she's like, yes, please get out of here was the answer, right? And then she's like, so where are you going to go? It's just like, just down the road, there's a hotel and there's like a Holiday Inn Express. I'm like, fuck no. There's like a police outline on all the beds down there. <laughs> I was like, I was going to go to Chicago. She's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're going to get hookers. Yeah. Suddenly this looks like a spa weekend, right? <laughs> like I'm just going to be down there eating hot dogs and watching Sports Center or whatever. Right. I'm like, right. No, I just, I, I just need a hotel with a big desk and, you know, far away from home that it's just like, I cannot think about it. I don't. You know, I can't be called home at the drop of a hat unless it's an emergency. Mm-hmm. So we kind of haggled a bit. And she's like, well, what would you, you were going to spend in Chicago? Because those hotels are like 300 bucks a night. I was like, no, no, I found stuff for about, you know, 90 or 100 bucks. And then I started looking around here. And there was actually some nicer hotels in the area. So I went to a uh, uh, Hampton Inn and Suites. And I got this. Oh, yeah, this, those are good. Yeah, I got this. First of all, the hotel's brand new. It was built like last summer. And... So it wasn't like run down and shitty, right? And mm-hmm. so there was like a special on Travelocity. If you order from the mobile phone, it was like 30% off. So a room was like 159 bucks. So it was suddenly like 83 bucks or something like that. And I'm like, sweet. That's a king size. And then, so I scroll down a little further. Still 30% off, but like eight bucks more was like king suite with this huge desk. And there's like a couch and living space. I'm like, wow, that'd be a be- good backdrop to do some, you know, explainer videos and that desk, I could just stretch all my shit out. I could get the, you know, the microphone set up and I could rearrange the lamps and do some videos. I could just fucking work. And that's what I did. So I reserved the room and f- Friday, I cut, cut out of work early on Friday went and checked in the hotel. And then I was like beset by guilt for like the next four hours. Right. And I actually did come home. <laughs> for a little while and no I, really i made some excuse to come home like i went and checked and i came back home for like an hour and then i went back over there like i just i i don't know i just i was i felt so guilty and i just realized like dude you've already paid the money you just got to go now make it make it worthwhile yeah so i went over there and the like so i um brief interlude here sherry walling just came out with the Zen founder guide to um, founder retreats mm-hmm. and it's for sale on Gumroad for like 24 bucks. And so she gives all these do's and don'ts for how to run a retreat. Right. And you're not supposed to be doing work through a retreat. So I can't really call this a founder retreat, but I'm going to call this, and maybe there's a blog post here, but I'm going to call this the married guy founder retreat because married dudes with kids, you don't get a retreat, right? You, you kind of have to, just fucking steal time away yeah and and then you have to make up for it right there's penance i was gonna ask how expensive (laughs) really was this weekend for you oh it's uh i've yet to uh it's gonna be pricey there's probably gonna be something sparkly in my wife's future Uh, that's what i was gonna say yeah she's gonna say hey how much money did you make up after all this stuff this weekend yeah and then what's my cut but I guess me having like this huge task list of stuff that I wanted to get done by microconf and basically by March 1st is really, I kind of made this deadline. I was like, I have to fix my fucking onboarding funnel. I have so much to do. I want to get this done ASAP. I guess there was like this tangible stress in the house, right? Yeah. And yeah, even though we had gotten away with friends for a weekend, like it was just, and that made it worse, you know, taking three days off they go hang out with buddies and drink me the whole time i'm sitting there thinking okay we're all playing cards against humanity and i really gotta fix my funnel you know (laughs) (laughs) i'm not even joking it's like you can't even free yourself of it and um so 
it was great. So Friday night, you know, I get, you get the takeout food and Friday night I just reserved for, you know, I didn't do any hardcore coding or anything like that. I read the entire dot-com secrets book back to back. I, I read invisible selling machine cover to cover and I got halfway through Ryan Levesque's ask book. Um, and I started exploring Slack bots that I've been talking about. And in 30 minutes I had, uh, got a, a working like sample of a Slack bot going and I was sending commands in and out of it and checking in and out of meetings and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. <clears throat> this is kind of what I want to do. And so I made a list of all the features I want that to do. And somebody in a, in a Slack room dedicated to the open source project that I had been using said, you know, from what you're working on, this other thing kind of does 80% of it. Take a look at that. So mm. I'm like, cool. So anyway, that sent me down a rabbit hole that shot me out at um, Status Hero. Now, Status Hero is a product built by MicroConf attendee Henry Poydar. Um, and I didn't realize it, but uh, Status Hero is for teams. It's like a daily stand-up app, right? So you check in and say, this is what I got done yesterday. Um, this is what I plan to get done today. These are my hurdles. And, you know, these are the tasks I'm going to work on. But yeah. you can also set it up to do it like in a weekly or, you know, whatever schedule you want. And whatever time of day you want, it'll, it'll just pull everybody in the team and it posts the results in the Slack channel. And it's, um, you don't have to use Slack to interact with it. So you'll get an email, um, or you can get an SMS message or all three. So you can get a Slack notification that says, Hey, Craig, it's time for, to check in this week, you know, uh, click here to check in. And then it goes and it just asks you those four questions. I could send you a screenshot of it. Hmm. And then when you sign up, it puts like, so like I signed up as and the company name was mastermind jam. And so sure enough, right at the top, it says mastermind jam. It looks like I built software that just helps people facilitate their mastermind meetings. I'm like, Oh my God, this is done for me. Yeah. This is, that's nice. The pricing's a little out of whack, right? Cause it's, he prices it per team. So if I did that for every single one of my teams and right now I don't have any kind of subscription model, well, you know, that'd be a huge investment for me right now. Yeah. So I'm thinking, well, um, Maybe because I'm revamping my funnels anyway, I'll just make sure that as I'm revamping my my checkout software, it can hand handle adding like a one click upsell for um, doing subscriptions. And that way, as people checking out say, hey, you know, if you want to be really productive in your mastermind group and I can give a whole sales page about this, you know, let's take some of this bookkeeping off your plate. You know, a lot of people do a Google, you know, spreadsheet or whatever, and then somebody has to keep track of it and inevitably somebody forgets and doesn't update it right. But how about this just, you know, asks you three or four questions via email, you respond and it's done. Right. Mm -hmm. And then that's mm -hmm. your agenda for the meeting. It's like, oh, hey. And then there's like stats. So it shows participation rate, um, goal completion rate, you know, uh, and like teams that are having a lot of hurdles in their lives and not getting stuff done that shows up. And so... I could surface those things to the top of teams that are either low participation or having a lot of hurdles. I could, I could step in with, Hey, here's a three day email mini course that might help you with this. Or, Hey, would you like me to, you know, rematch you in a, in a better group that's, you know, filling your needs better or something like that. And you know that most people are using Slack or, or, or could or would at least. I know, um, a good percentage of people are using Slack, at least 40%. Yeah. And, and that's because, um, a lot of people I've talked to are using Slack in a mastermind group. And I've been either CC'd on emails and said, Hey, here's a login for this, for our new Slack room. Um, that kind of thing. 
Okay. Um, I have heard from a couple people saying, no, I don't need one more Slack group to manage. But for those people, this kind of covers it. If they just got an email that says, hey, click here, you don't have to log in. It just takes you to the form. You right. put in your shit. And there's right. arrows at the top with a left and right arrow that said, hey, you want to see what you, you know what happened last week? Um, and you can like scroll back and forth and see your history. Um, basically, it's kind of all you need, right? It doesn't have to be more complicated than that. And that's exactly what I was going to build. I was going to have a SMS reminder that, you know, for you to check in and make sure you log your shit every week. And just to, you know, some way to stay engaged with people. So I, um, I sent an e- I shot an email off cause I thought I was being slick and I signed up and, uh, I didn't realize it was Henry's app. And because also Henry is a mastermind, um, jam customer. I don't okay. think I mentioned that. So anyway, I signed I signed up for Status Hero because some random developer I'd never met before recommended me I look at it. So I signed up, I tested it, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is like it's like ninety five percent of the stuff I was gonna build. And the other five percent doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Right? And and I'm saying, you know, if if only there was an API, I don't see any documentation where I could send in, you know, when somebody signs up for my service, I just I can auto- automatically stand them up in here and, and push their team into here. When I create a new group, I could just create a team in here programmatically. So I don't personally have to log in and copy and paste the email addresses in and all that shit. Right. If I could just shoot that over through a webhook or something like that, that would be ideal. And then so I get a reply back like in 15 minutes and, hey, Ken, it's Henry. And we definitely use the software in my mastermind group and it works out great. I think your customers are going to love it. Um, why don't you sign up for the trial and keep using it for a little bit in your group? And, and um, you know, this week maybe we'll do a Skype call and talk about a partnership where we can, you know, maybe negotiate that team yeah. price a little bit. And yeah, I mean, sure. He should he should be able to bundle his deal together for you, right? In this special special sort of circumstance. Yeah, and then yeah, you know, I don't mind giving him. Well, first of all, it says on there powered by Status Hero, right? And I don't mind giving him all kinds of love and <clears throat> all, all over the website. You know, I, yeah, I, I can give him free um, ad space. I don't care about that. Um, all ships rise in a high tide, right? Yeah. But what this helps me do is without me hiring a developer because that's what I'd plan to do. And without me personally developing the app and personally being the sysops guy and personally making sure the servers are up at two in the morning, um, that's somebody else's problem. And I could just pay to have that problem solved. And maybe someday, um, I'll get to a point where I will want to write something custom and we'll diverge at that point. But I don't, you know, that's not even on my horizon. This is perfect. This is exactly what I need because what I've been searching for desperately is a way to justify a monthly fee and if i can show that this adds value to the mastermind group and it builds value month after month you know meeting after meeting you can see your results you can see the goals that you've accomplished i mean um that right there is is worth a monthly fee whatever i don't know what that fee would be yet but the point is monthly recurring revenue drastically changes the the business model in 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 a good way Right. Oh, for sure. Because yeah. that's that's more money that first of all, you're not starting every month off at zero. You yeah. get, you got people you can count on. Yeah, you're gonna have churn. Um and then that's money you can shuffle back into um traffic generation. Yeah, I mean you know you know what you're starting each month with, like you said, it's, you know, assuming some churn. Um yeah, I don't I don't know how people forecast sales at the beginning you know in the first year at least with one-time sales 
Yeah. It's, it's all just a wild guess because you don't know seasonality. You don't know, uh, you know, how saturated things might be. You don't, you don't know much with, with recurring. Within a few months, you have a decent idea of what the next month should look like. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, right now I had planned to revamp my funnel because there's a couple, I love type form. There's a lot of things it does great. Um, the ability to put a, a step in type form where it collects a payment is kind of hastily implemented the way mm-hmm. they do it. Um, like it doesn't create a customer in Stripe. It just charges, it creates a charge in Stripe. So you just see money coming in, but you oh, have no email weird. address. You have no first name, last name. You just have money. You have name on card, but you know what I mean? So yeah, that's there's, weird. there's no chance to like track lifetime value of a customer. You know, mm-hmm. so I, you know, I signed up for bare metrics and it became really obvious that wait, bare metrics is no good for me because <laughs> I don't have customers according to them. Right. Even, mm-hmm. even though I've charged, you know, over, you know, almost 300 people for the service, I don't have any, I have one customer and that was me setting up a test customer just to see if Stripe was working correctly or not. I was like, why are there no customers in here? I made one. I'm like, Oh, and so I contacted Typeform support and they're like, no, we just, you know. And we chose not to do it that way. So anyway, um, which also precludes me from ever doing any kind of upsells or anything like that without having the customer whip out the credit card again on another page and going through the billing and shipping address all over again. And it's like building the trust again. Um, So I I knew that was going to have to change, right? So anyway, this weekend, I kind of saw the path. I was like, oh, my gosh. So now not only... Do I get to solve some of this technical debt? I get to solve the business model problem. You know, I, I've got these um, content upgrades ready to publish. It just felt so clear. I just, like, I just needed to have like 12 or 14 hours of just busting my ass here in the hotel room, and I'm going to be in such a better place when I go home Sunday, right? And uh, so I did all that. I shot some video. I got my content right. I got, um, I got working on the, the funnel stuff. Um, tested out the new status hero stuff. That's definitely a way to go unless, you know, something crazy happens in our talks with, with Henry. Um, and then, so Sunday that bomb was dropped on me. I was, I was just basically gloating in my mastermind group. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. like, you know, you know, how are your conversions? It's like, Oh, you know, here's how they are today, but here's how they're going to get better. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Mike's like, I, I, how did people even get to your content? It's like, well, there's a little tiny link down at the, at the bottom, this is blog, but I'm talking about putting this content on the blog so I can drive traffic directly to it, not via the landing page. Like each piece of content was going to have its own landing page that itself could then link back to the main landing page. And so I was explaining that, and he's like, well, whatever you're going to do, how about you get all that done by Tuesday morning? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, oh, man. Holy shit. Because like, oh, man. It's like, well, can I have all this? Could I have all this done in a, you know, day? And of course, you got to work. There's a day job, and there's yeah. a family. You know, it expects you to eat dinner with them, and it's just like, oh my god, I, <laughs> I was just losing my mind. I was just seriously, I couldn't deal. And um, after, as relaxing and as inspiring as that weekend was, um, and then like Sunday. You know, well, it was really, it was really great, and then you got home and got the bomb dropped on you. Right? Yeah, so that's a little unfair. Yeah, it was just like, okay, so you've made all these great plans. Can you compress them into a Monday? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. And so, of course, no, I didn't get it all done. The funnel's still the same way. The checkout process is still the same way. And of course, since it's Tuesday, today was puppy kindergarten, so I didn't, you know, get that done this evening. 
And, you know, shit like that happens. So today's yeah. this is going to be a normal week. So Thursday night I'll have a little time. Friday I'll have a little bit more time. Saturday and Sunday morning are my big times, right? Or Sunday after church, I guess it is. So anyway, I'll have probably nine or ten hours over the weekend and probably another combined six or seven hours Thursday and Friday nights. And I just got to kind of settle down and that's going to be my rhythm. But anyway, it was pretty darn stressful, right? So I'm I'm awake at midnight and I see the podcast stream into my into uh, RSS radio that I got going here. And I'm watching Google Analytics like real time. And I'm like, oh, cool. There's somebody on the on the page. And he just bought. That's pretty cool, right? So I got like one conversion. And I went to bed. I was like, I'm going to wake up. And there's going to be like a, there's going to be a four-figure number waiting on me. <laughs> you woke up and you were like, it must be broken. Right? It's like, is this thing on? <laughs> oh man and well, I, yeah, I was... feel you we've been uh, not not to get too into the weeds but just a, a, a handful of just kicks in the nuts in the last couple of weeks it's been uh, it's it's you know it's a it's a roller coaster man I mean I you hear uh, Brian and Jordan talk about it all the time you know they're they're up they're down they're sideways and, and they're you know very seasoned guys at this I mean they're both been full-time for a long time and even they say it's just bizarre how how much things change all the time yeah i need to build so. up some more calluses i guess so it doesn't affect me so dramatically because a lot of the stress i was feeling it it passed right through into my family and i, I regret that I don't, I don't like that yeah yeah you know i i have to say it's probably the one benefit i i've found from my day job in sales is it, it's a super stressful thing i mean you 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 sell or you don't and it's a big uh, indicator of your income and or a big component of your income is your your direct performance and so like it's a little like entrepreneurship um and learning to deal with it has been uh, you know that stress and performance anxiety and everything has been uh good to learn on on you know the playground a little bit yeah so yeah, yeah i got a text from my wife because she went to work this morning so i get a text from her and she's like are you a little calmer today <laughs> And today I was just a little numb, right? Because I, I went to bed at 4 in the morning, and my son woke me up at 8.30. And so I got him around, the babysitter came over. And, yeah, I was just, like, shell-shocked. I was still sleepy. I'm just, like, emotionally drained. It's like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't yeah. Even, I don't even need to drink any coffee today because I'm still amped from yesterday. And it's just like, whatever. Whatever happens, happens. I did my best. And, you know – if people click a link from that episode, they do go to a landing page that's custom. It's got a custom offer. It goes to a custom drip campaign. Um, I can track conversions. Um, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't, I don't have it 100% done. I guess my task list was too long for Monday. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's man. Roller coasters. I don't even know how to describe it. Cause it was like Tuesday through Friday was just like such a blow that I just couldn't like, I couldn't, I couldn't stand to be in the house anymore. And then, and to realize that the family was happy that I got the fuck out of the house <laughs> tells me that I was like Shrek, you know, stomping around the house being an ogre. And, uh, so, you know, I've, I've got to reflect a bit on that. I've got to consume some information to learn how to do all these Facebook ads. I've got to get the funnel switched over in a logical man manner. And, oh yeah, I've got people that are waiting on their matches. I got somebody tweeted at me. Um, uh, earlier today about where the hell's my match? I've been waiting almost a month now, you know? Mm. So 
Um, you got to You got to with the Facebook ads thing, man, is dead simple. Just promote a a post. Uh huh. That's that's the first step. Promote well, the post, and you'll get a ton of traffic to your page, and those people should convert over to the site. And then from there, if you have you have an email list, right? What the point was though, I I couldn't put a tracking pixel all the way through. I guess I could just put the tracking pixel on the blog. You know? No, that you're, I'm not and talking about retargeting. I'm talking about just driving traffic. Retargeting is a different thing. You can promote a post, a, a, a you know, promote a blog post through a, a Facebook update. Oh, so promote, I, promote I, your update on I Facebook. I see what you're getting here. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the first thing, and that's cheap. It's like $5. And then start a campaign from a lookalike audience of your email list. Yeah. I don't even have a Facebook page for Mastermind Jam. So I was going to start oh, there. What the fuck? I mean, it takes five minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to start with that and then um, go from there. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's what I did. Um, and the guys from uh, Digital Marketer, that's what they say. Yeah. That's the first That's the first thing in paid acquisition is promoting a, a, a Facebook update to go to a blog post. Yeah. Um, and I really and, couldn't do and, that before this weekend because I didn't have any mastermind-related content out there until yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Can you believe that? And the other thing is you have an email list of 100 people or something like that. Upload. You have to have 100, I think. Upload them as a lookalike audience and then run Facebook ads to them. Yeah, my list is almost 400 people. Yeah, yeah. So then run run Facebook ads to them at like $10 a day. All right. All right. I, I will do a, that. I am a huge fan of... More and more, and this is this is probably why you know my performance on some things suck, but just being just fucking stupid about stuff, you know, like we launched the course last week, it, it went okay, right? I mean, we have a few sales, it's fine, iterating from here, but proud that we launched it with zero content done. I mean, it's all in my head, right? But yeah. but I have to go do it, but zero content done, got some sales, and now like we were talking earlier today, can kind of iterate from here. I don't feel like I sort of shot my wad with my email list or anything because it wasn't a, you know, super engaged list for the most part from, you know, what I got from the giveaway. But but I I see and just one example of someone that that I know that just sort of overthinks things so much. And and I, I say, go just fucking do it. Just do it. Don't Don't think about it. Don't think about the best way to do it. Just do it. Um, for me at least is the best way. Cause I can, I can overthink and outthink everything. So for me these days, it's just almost like the first thought that comes in my head is what happens. That's part of my problem, you know, overthinking it. And I'm at heart very much a perfectionist, right? Like, uh, I hate like having a cluttered office. I clean my desk every morning before I get down to work. You know, it's uh. like, I'm a little OCD about certain things. Um, I spent a lot of years as a graphic designer, so I really have a hard time of just like leaving something alone. Like if I can move it a pixel, I'll move it a fucking pixel just to see what it looks like. Right. Yeah. I, that's why I very seldom open up Photoshop anymore or any of those programs because I can lose a day that way. I just know myself because mm -hmm. I'm just too much of a perfectionist. Right. Mm -hmm. So I will mm -hmm. let somebody else make me a shitty logo rather than me agonize over it. Even if I would have made it better, I would have taken six times as long as the other guy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, my other problem is I take that, like, weird personality I have and I compress that into such little time that I have available. And it makes me even more of, like, reluctant 
to just put something out there. Cause like I got a fucking hour, right? And I don't want to just put a shitty Facebook ad out there. Maybe if I just study for that hour, um, next time I get an hour, I'll have so much more knowledge and it'll be better, you know? And then suddenly a month is gone. <laughs> and so I, you're right. I got to take your advice and just fucking promote a post or two and, and see what that yields me. Learn, iterate, repeat. Yeah. I mean, I, I think especially if you're not going to blow your one good chance at something, you know? I mean, if you honestly can say this is the only chance I have to sell this thing, which is a very rare thing, I think, in reality, yeah. then I would say make sure you get that right the first time. But but if you're dealing with something that can happen more than once, just throw something against the wall and see what happens. Yeah. It's very, very reckless advice for your your livelihood but no i i like it because um sitting on my hands and worrying isn't helping building up anxiety as my task list gets longer of things that i could do that would be so much more perfect than my imperfect attempts would be that doesn't help anything other than just make everybody's life miserable around me um so yeah today was a good day of just reflection it was like so my wife comes home from work. She's like, so after all the hell you put yourself through yesterday, are we millionaires? <laughs> yeah. That's a fair question, right? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, touche. She's like, well, how much, you know, how many you were hoping that you'd get like 10 conversions because the last time they mentioned it, I got 10 conversions on the day of their show going live. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm like, yeah, we got one sale this morning about seven o'clock. She kicked you in the nuts. <laughs> no, she did the I told you so look. Like, yeah. You know. <laughs> yep. Beat yep. yourself up, beat everybody else up, and uh, look where we are. <laughs> Go take the dog out. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Today was a day of reflection and just, like, kind of licking wounds and seeing, okay, what's left on the task list? What really matters at this point? And the funnel, without a doubt, like I was telling you, it's really convoluted the way it is today. There's a lot of emails that have to go right before someone comes back to the page and puts in their credit card information. I realize that's kind of jacked up the way it is. So I can streamline this. Um, if nothing else, it can't hurt. And at best, it gives me more options to sell better things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. So, yeah, man. I, so I took a, uh, a married guy found a retreat this weekend and, it's awesome, man. That's great. No, it really is great. I, you know, I recommend you, however, you know, Ryan battles did a blog post about how he did kind of a founder's retreat and his, cause he's got, I think one or two kids. He kind of had to do the same kind of thing where it wasn't just totally sitting there on a beach with a notebook thinking about life. No, and yeah. What yeah. gives you life and what takes life from you and what are you going to do this year? It, it wasn't one of those things. He had to do some work during it. Um, because it's like hard one time away from the family, away from distractions, you got to crush it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't use the word crush it often because it's kind of a janky term. It's but, over it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is but janky. But you, you got to crush yeah, yeah. it. You know, you got to just like, you know, it's like the night before the midterm and you're studying in college or you got to get that paper done, you know, and you put it off this long. It's one of those just crunch times that you just like, okay, you know, you, you pushed all the chips in the middle of the table you cashed in all of your good karma to let, you know, the family um, go without you for these, whatever the period of days is. And you got to deliver. And that's, I was just crushed by that, you know, 
yeah. first three or four hours, just like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then so I was up until about four in the morning each night. Like, I got no sleep, really, right? And I very much lived like a college kid, and uh, it was pretty cool. I highly recommend it. I need to reflect on it, but I'm going to write a blog post about it. I took some pictures. So I literally did. I did. I I don't know if I showed you the picture, but I literally like pulled lamps off of nightstands, put them all on. You showed me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was messing around with like lampshades, trying to get the brightness right with exposure on this camera that I had. I had this small camera that would fit my laptop bag, and I made some pretty good videos. Like it's good enough, and um, it'll get the point across. And I have software that lets me put words on the videos and stuff like that. No, it's not a green screen thing, and. but uh, it'll work just fine. Nice. It, it reminds me a lot of those, um, you know, the guy in Thrively is Shane Malak. He just turns on the webcam on the top of his iMac and starts talking, right? Yeah. It's a lot like that. And yeah. I love the amount of trust he builds just by looking in the camera and talking. And so I did a lot of that. It's not very scripted or, you know. So um, anyway. I'm awesome. All, I've got to edit those videos together. But the rest of the content's out there and done. Um, process.st makes it really cool lead magnet checklist. Um, mm, I can see that. Yeah. I, the first stab at it, I just put everything into a Google spreadsheet like uh, sumo me does. Mm-hmm. And so I have mm-hmm. links to that so I can send those links out to people. And then, so I copied and pasted that. I hit print on it and made a PDF of it. I was looking at the PDF and I was like, well, that's kind of, kind of lame. And I'm not going to hire a designer. I think to, I'm not going to let a designer pretty up my 11 points on my checklist here. Maybe when it becomes an ebook or something, sure. But um, so anyway, I do have a PDF of the checklist. I have the Google spreadsheet of the checklist. But right there in the blog post, I have the process ST clickable spread um, checklist. And it feels substantial. It's pretty good. I'm happy with it. Nice. Nice. Um, so we've talked a lot about me. Have we talked an hour about my shit? Oh, my God. I apologize to America. I feel like Donald Trump all of a sudden. Huge. It was huge. Oh, man. I don't have I don't have a ton of super interesting uh, shit to talk about, to be honest. So I it's it's cool. All right. Cool. You're yeah. Off the, you're yeah. off the hook this week. You better come I'm up next. next I'm up next. Oh, I, I, I and it was funny uh, today. I flaked on my mastermind group last week because of the day job and we're all set today we're like two minutes to go and then we get a fucking tornado warning oh. um we had tornadoes we had three tornadoes touched down within like 10 miles of my house today oh. Oh. yeah so i was like guys i gotta go i gotta <laughs> you know i was home and amanda and the kids were like in the hallway like huddled up i was like i can't just sit here and talk about business i gotta go no, yeah um, so yeah it's funny so we gotta we gotta catch up tomorrow but one of our shows i'd like to do a talk about masterminds because this episode of starters for the rest of us it really got me thinking about right well first of all the mastermind i'm in and others i've been in the way they work i'd like to hear your thoughts and the way you guys run your meetings but uh that's another show yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Or maybe true. it's not. Is it? Is it thirty seconds? <laughs> no, it is. I think um, there's a lot to it. Yeah, there's a lot to it. We uh, have changed how we've done ours a lot. We we meet every other week now, and we're back to the the hot seat format, which uh, which is good and bad. I think it's good because um, 
you get it's it's more than a 30 second conversation but I'll give my two cents now it's it's good because you as the person in the hot seat really get kind of therapy hour um but for us it'd be every six weeks we have three people now so that's just not very often yeah but, so you um, don't get feedback for six weeks on your issues yeah yeah so that's kind of the tough thing we we get almost as much done in slack in those two weeks as we do during the call so that's nice that's um, exactly yeah yeah but but you know what i think is is almost as valuable as a mastermind um and i shouldn't say this because your business is masterminds but I'm a part of another Slack channel that has a hundred people in it probably, which is a, a, a big number, but for the purposes of kind of shooting out, say, Hey, you know, what about a this? Or can you guys look at a that? Um, and there's enough people to where someone's always there to offer advice or, or, you know, an expert in an area. Yeah. Um, well, that's but what not I wanna... so many, but not so many, like 3000 that you have a bunch of assholes that are giving you advice that you don't really appreciate or want. Cause I know most of the people in there. Yeah. That's, um, that's key. so I think that that kind of size is really nice because it's big enough to give you the, the, the critical mass that you need, mm-hmm. but not so big that you have a bunch of dickheads that are messing you up and, and, you know, giving you bad advice and moving you in the wrong direction. So I think it's, um, I don't think it's mutually exclusive of that kind of community versus a mastermind. No, but no, that's also that's also one of the things I wanted to build into the mastermind monthly fee was a community where you could get that kind of thing at your you know using the same filters that got you matched. So there would be entrepreneurs at your revenue level or you know a little ahead or a little behind where you could bounce these things off of. Yeah, right. I mean, for me, that's almost. That I mean, you're building a community there. So that's 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 a lot harder, probably. But then it's really valuable if you can say, "Hey, you could even back it in and say, hey, we have 500 of the best people in online business. If you want to join a mastermind from here, I can help you with that. But this is, uh, you know, building up the dynamite circle or something like that. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, that would dynamite be... circle started off with just what, you know, six people or something like that. I mean, yeah, you got to start yeah. somewhere. And I've seen it sold better when it's smaller because it's more exclusive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know like dan norris's seven day startup community uh i'm a member of that and um but i don't think dan norris no dan norris is not and I, I don't know dan norris at all but i don't think dan is gonna say we're only gonna have 200 people in here everyone is gonna apply i'm gonna have a phone call with everyone before they're approved correct um, it's just not his deal, you no, know? No, no, no. He, um, he wants it to be as big as he can get it, right? Because there's yeah, reasons. Yeah, and so for you to say, and, and so Chris Yates does this with the Rhodium group. It's only going to be, I forget the number, a pretty small number. Yeah. And if you're not active, you're kicked out. If you're uh, not contributing, you're, you know, within sort of reason, you're, you know. Yeah. And that's that's healthy and that keeps the quality high. Uh, so that you can do things within the group, I think. I don't know. I think the group. It can't get too bigger, big. Bigger than a mastermind is is very important. Of so. all the groups I'm a part of, like I never feel comfortable posting business details in because I don't know who's listening. I don't know who's on who else mm-hmm. is subscribed. That I don't want to get that information out to. Yeah, you know? yeah. If it's a hundred people, I feel very comfortable that I know who's receiving the info. Yeah, right? I'm I'm on a um, graphic design. Um, software forum where we, we have discussions. I know the names of these people's kids. We've done meetups, you know, there's like, there's like 85 of us. Right. Yeah. 
Um, I helped design T-shirts. We did a fundraiser for one of our members' trips to Africa for a mission trip to Africa. We raised four Gs for that, like in in a weekend. You know, it's like right. I, but I can tell them anything, right? And I know it's not going to get outside the circle. It's like this circle of trust, and it's intentionally kept small. You have to you have to petition for an invite to add one more person. You got to get people to sign off. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I get that too. If it's too big, you know, I. I don't feel that you get the same. The nice thing about the mastermind group is I feel I can, tr- I can trust these people with certain details. Yeah, that's true. All right. That's true. So, and, and I think that's, that's essential for, for what you talk about in a mastermind. I, yeah. I think there's a, there's a spot for some other stuff too. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. You still need that community for like, especially for tactics. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, who, you know, uh, look at Facebook. this landing page. Have you ever done of this? Yeah. 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 Um, the Facebook marketing discussion we just had, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, bounce it around the community and f- get the best practices from your community and go from there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, cool, man. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Nights and Weekends podcast with Craig Hewitt and Ken Wallace. To stay up to date and learn more about balancing your family and your startup, visit www.nightsandweekendspodcast.com. We'll catch you next time.